हेलो दिस इज मेघनाथ फ्रॉम न्यूज लॉन्ड्री डॉट कॉम ब्रिंगिंग यू योर डेली डोज ऑफ न्यूज टूडे इज ट्यूजडे फेब्रुवरी इलेवेंथ एंड द बिग न्यूज ऑफ द डे कम्स फ्रॉम डेली वेर अरविंद केजरीवाल आम आदमी पार्टी हैज वन द स्टेट असेंबली इलेक्शन The Aam Aadmi Party has won a mandate in Delhi for the third time in a row bagging 62 seats while Bharatiya Janata Party came in second with a tally of 8 seats. As of recording this, the Election Commission has confirmed AAP victory in 43 seats and BJP victory in 5 seats. Counting is still underway. Delhi Chief Minister gave a victory speech where he started with a resounding I love you Delhi and gave the crowd a flying kiss. He said that the politics of development has won in the capital. His wife Sunita and two kids were also with him during the speech along with top Aam Aadmi Party leaders like Sanjay Singh and Raghav Chadda. BJP chief Manoj Tiwari conceded defeat and hoped the Delhi government will live up to the expectations of the people. He pointed to the fact that the BJP vote share has increased considerably which is from 32% in 2015 to almost 40% right now. He ended his comments by saying, "Quote: We never do politics of hatred. We believe in sabka saath, sabka vikas." Unquote. Hmm. Okay then. The Indian National Congress, on the other hand, was wiped out yet again with a tally of zero showing on all news channel screens throughout counting day. We know this because News Laundry has been keeping a watch on all the fun shit that went down on TV news all day. Check out the live blog we did on newslaundry.com where we saw people dancing in studios Arnab running around pointlessly Ravish finally had some holograms in his studio and Abhinandan waiting around while people screamed in his ears on Times Now Yeah that really happened Every single day is a fun day at News Laundry clearly Anyway going back from a fun News Laundry to a very depressed Congress Adhir Ranjan Chaudhary told reporters that their intention was never really to win in Delhi. He said, "Quote: We were hoping to get a few seats and maintain the relevance of the party in Delhi." Unquote. Hmm. Okay then. The swearing-in dates of Arvind Kejriwal are yet to be announced. They'll probably do it after the counting is over by tonight. Now that the Delhi election madness is over, let's go back to the madness in Parliament. The budget session is currently underway. and finance minister nirmala sitaraman spoke in rajya sabha today she said the economy is not in trouble and green shoots are visible with the country moving towards a 5 trillion dollar economy listing initiatives taken by the government she said increasing foreign direct investment rise in factory output and over 1 lakh crore gst collection in past 3 months are indicators of improvement in the economy She said the government's focus is on four engines of growth which include private investment exports private and public consumption with regard to public investment the finance minister said quote the government in december announced a national infrastructure pipeline it envisages investment of 1.03 lakh crore rupees for infrastructure development across the country in the next 4 years unquote She pointed out that in order to boost consumption the government has increased the minimum support price or MSP of all mandated rabi and kharif crops in 2019. She also mentioned quote the fiscal deficit was higher during the UPA regime when the economy was managed by competent doctors unquote. Basically a snide remark aimed at ex prime minister Dr Manmohan Singh. 
If you want to understand what the union budget this year holds, that too in simple, everyday, understandable language, do check out our budget with Vivek call series on newslaundry.com. Trust me, there are quite a few crazy economic revelations Vivek has done in this series. The number of fatalities from China's new coronavirus epidemic jumped to 1,011 nationwide on Tuesday after hard-hit Hubei province reported 103 new deaths. In its daily update, Hubei's Health Commission also confirmed another 2,097 new cases in the central province, where the outbreak emerged in December. There are now more than 42,200 confirmed cases across China, based on previously released figures from the government. The new virus is believed to have emerged last year in a market that sells wild animals in Hubei's capital, Wuhan. Chinese President Xi Jinping met with medical workers and patients affected at a hospital in Beijing on Monday, where he called for more decisive measures to contain the outbreak. The World Health Organization said on Tuesday that China's coronavirus outbreak poses a very grave threat for the rest of the world. It has made an appeal for sharing virus samples and speeding up research into drugs and vaccines. Britain on Monday recorded a doubling of cases to eight and the government warned the outbreak of novel coronavirus was a serious and imminent threat. US President Donald Trump said he expected the outbreak would disappear in April due to hotter weather. This is a prognosis which is at odds with top US health officials. India is set to give final approval to a $2.6 billion deal for military helicopters from US defence firm Lockheed Martin. This comes ahead of a visit by US President Donald Trump later this month. Prime Minister Narendra Modi's government is trying to pull out all the stops for President Trump's trip in a bid to reaffirm strategic ties between the two countries, which have been on shaky ground due to differences over trade, especially with regard to countering China. As of now, India's defence purchases from the United States have reached $17 billion since 2007. We have pivoted away from the traditional arms supplier Russia with an intention to modernize our military and narrow the gap with China. PM Modi's Cabinet Committee on Security is expected to clear the purchase of 24 MH-60R Seahawk helicopters for the Indian Navy in the next two weeks. To cut short lengthy negotiations between Lockheed and the Indian government, the helicopters that will be deployed on India's warships will be bought through the US foreign military sales route, under which the two governments will agree on details of the deal. President Trump is expected in India around February 24th on his first official visit to the country, although no formal announcement has yet been made. Since the past few weeks have been intense, my last story for the day isn't. Are you ready, kids? Okay then. You must have noticed that Google celebrated the 15th birthday of the Maps app by announcing a slew of new features and introducing a fresh icon design for the app. There have been certain glitches that are seldom reported by users, but one person in Minnesota, USA has another reason to be upset. He claims that Google Maps directed him to cross the frozen Mississippi River on foot. The man, whose name I couldn't find, apparently tried walking through the frozen river before falling through the ice. He was partially submerged and rescued by the firefighters later. According to the local media, the incident took place at 3 in the night in Minneapolis city. When asked as to what made him walk through the river, 
he claimed that Google Maps instructed him to cross the river. As a result of this amazing adventure, the man suffered a mild case of hypothermia. The mishap reportedly happened near the Stone Arch Bridge. The fire department said that the app had actually told him to use the nearby bridge to cross the river rather than instructing him to walk across the ice. So my good people, we finally have a real-life Michael Scott. The Office fans will get this reference. Others who don't, please watch The Office because it's the best show ever. And now for some updates from the stables of Newslaundry.com. We are hosting a live event at Bedlam Hoskas, which is an event space in Delhi. During the event, our next episode of NL Hafta will be recorded in front of a live audience. The only catch is, if you want to get in, you have to be a subscriber of News Laundry. If you are in Delhi, go to newslaundry.com, subscribe and do attend the event. Also, do read my DNA test of Sudhir Chaudhary's DNA test of the exit polls. After the exit polls of Delhi elections came out, a very salty Sudhir started railing against Delhi voters for being lazy, entitled and not caring about national issues enough. I thought it was worth clearing out some of his assumptions. Do read the piece on our website. And as always, do support our journalism and do support independent media. Our reporters have busted their asses covering elections over the past few weeks and it was only possible because you pay to keep news free. You are the whole and sole reason why we even exist. So please head over to newslaundry.com and subscribe. That's all the news I have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.